Jerusalem has been chosen and sanctified by God, trodden by his feet, honored by angels, and frequented by people by every people under heaven. So said Jacques de Vitry, Bishop of Accra, the city that is today the Israeli port of Akko. When Bishop de Vitry described Jerusalem in this way in the 13th century, he was echoing the words of Acts chapter 2, verse 5, which we heard in our, first, in our second lesson this morning, which says, Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. Acts tells us that having seen Jesus ascend into heaven, the apostles were together in Jerusalem during the Jewish festival of Pentecost. In Greek, Pentecost means 50th because it is the 50th day after Passover, the day when Jews celebrate God's gift of the Mosaic law to Israel on Sinai. In Hebrew, the festival is called Shavuot, the festival of weeks, which in ancient Israel was also a celebration of the wheat harvest. Living in Jerusalem, according to Acts 2, were devout Jews from every nation under heaven, including visitors who were there to celebrate the festival. Parthians and Medes, Elamites and the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, as well as visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. And while they were there, the apostles were filled with the promised Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, attracting the attention of others gathered for that festival. And when Peter had explained to the people that Jesus, who had been crucified but had risen from the dead, was the Messiah, and that the languages they heard was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, about 3,000 people received his word that day and were baptized. And the Spirit has not stopped. The Holy Spirit's Pentecost initiative wasn't a mere flash in the pan, but the beginning of the Christian church, into which the Spirit is still gathering people from every nation under heaven, of all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life, into the body of Christ. With the baptism of Maisie, the reception of Maisie and Shushu into membership of our congregation, and bidding farewell to Ben and Caroline, we are part of the Spirit's movement today of gathering together and sending out. The word for spirit in the Greek of Acts chapter 2 is pneuma, from which we get our English words like pneumatic and pneumonia, things that have to do with air or the lack thereof. It can also mean breath, as the Hebrew word for spirit, ruach, does in Isaiah chapter 11, which is part of our baptismal rite. The Holy Spirit breathed life into the church at Pentecost and is still at it in this continuing pattern of respiration, gathering us in and sending us out. And while the farewells are sad, they remind us that the church is a living organism of which this congregation is a part and that our loss will be a breath of life to another parish elsewhere. 
We are, after all, the grateful recipients of the Spirit's breath into those who gathered for Pentecost in Jerusalem nearly 2,000 years ago. Inspired by the Holy Spirit from every nation under heaven, a fellowship was born that day, a living, breathing body of Christ, not only from many nations, but also from many perspectives and backgrounds, from many generations, interests, and neighborhoods, from many families, regions, and personality types. With such a variety of people, it's not always easy to coexist, let alone to work together. It can be awkward and frustrating, but the fact that it's possible at all is a reminder that the Lord is with us. It's the Holy Spirit that brings us together, us who would not get together at all if not to receive God's gifts of word and sacrament. Two, in the, Acts, in the words of Acts 2.42, to devote ourselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. The Christian church is a living, breathing miracle. Inspired, animated, strengthened, and sent out by the Holy Spirit, who gathers us together, us diverse sheep, and leads us to feed on Christ and to bless our neighbors. What a wonderful thing of which to be a part. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. What a reason to get out of bed in the morning, even on a Sunday morning. What a blessing and a privilege it is to be members of this living body, to be embraced, strengthened, corrected, and sent out week after week. Being inspired by the Holy Spirit displaces from us the foul air of hopelessness and cynicism that infects our world. It breathes new life into us when our spiritual bronchial tubes are constricted by insularity and opens us up to breathe hope, faith, and love into God's fallen but still beloved world. God hasn't given up on us, and so we don't give up on his world. Brought together from every nation under heaven, we have seen something of the world and know, there, therefore, that there are some bad messes out there. Not just national ones, but personal ones, like the sin that plagues each one of us. In such a world, the Holy Spirit empowers us to live both truthfully and hopefully as sinners, but redeemed sinners, aware of the world's and our own fallenness, but never losing hope because of our redemption by Jesus Christ. And so, gathered together from every nation for this Pentecost festival, and having received the Holy Spirit, we go from here on our way rejoicing, witnesses of Jesus, proclaiming in his name repentance and forgiveness of sins to all nations.